Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about saving your energy. And what I mean when I say save your energy is I mean do not expend your energy on things that in the short term really aren't going to matter. So many times we end up getting so upset and emotional about problems or situations that five hours from now, five days from now, five weeks from now, we won't even remember or we'll say, oh, that was no big deal. But we waste our precious energy getting upset, not knowing what to do, overreacting, letting our emotions get the best of us. And I will be the first person to tell you that I still do this sometimes. It's still a lesson for me that I have to learn. I still find that I am constantly being tested about whether or not I'm going to allow little things to cause me to lose my cool. And I would say that proudly, most of the time, I pass. But there's still that eh, 0.1% of the time that I allow things to get to me and get under my skin And of course, a lot of things go into this, like there are a lot of things to take into consideration, like were you tired that day? Were you sick? For us females, is it that time of month? But all of those things really do affect you. They do. And I know that when I'm sick or if I'm tired, I'm just not feeling well anyway and I'm not feeling myself, that's when I notice myself forgetting that lesson. That's when I allow things to get to me because my energy is already low anyway. I'm not operating on my full energy system. And so when something happens, I'm not in the right frame of mind to think to myself, okay, just stop for a minute. And I have people around me. Who will tell me, you know, like, hey, just take a moment, breathe. You need to, like, this is going to be fine, but take a breath. And unfortunately, I do still have to be reminded that sometimes. Sorry, guys. Every time I go to record a podcast, Nate and Nala think it's time to start playing, and that's what you're hearing in the background, trying to quiet them down a little. Anyway, back to what I was saying. I will still sometimes have moments where... I have to be reminded that I need to take a breath. No one is perfect. We are all learning. And you're not going to pass every test with flying colors because if you did, you won't be tested on that again. Most of us are pretty good at controlling our emotions, but it's those little times, those times when we forget and we just start flying off the handle. And I don't know about you, But when I lose it and I lose that control over my emotions, it's hard for me to pull myself out of that. Once I start to get upset, to bring myself back to like a normal place is difficult. And I have to say that the universe is extremely funny because as I'm sitting here trying to record this podcast about not losing it and not getting, you know, out of balance with my emotions 
My son came in like three times and interrupted the recording. Nala barked like four times and I had to start over. And my brother came in and was just like started like talking to the dogs really loudly. I don't have a dedicated space to do this podcast because it's just something that I do for free. So I run into this a lot. And as I'm sitting here talking about balancing my emotions, I'm realizing that the universe is testing me as I'm talking to you about it, which is just hilarious. And so like the universe, you know, like, oh, well, as you're telling everyone else about this lesson and how you still have to pass this test, we're going to bring this up. So I took a breath, stopped recording, went back and trimmed the recording like seven times and then found a quiet place. But my point is, just as the universe was trying to show me, that flying off the handle isn't going to solve anything. It's not going to help anything. If I would have sat there and like yelled at each and every one of my family members, although I, I have to admit I did sort of raise my voice to Nala. She is just so hyper. Any of you who have puppies, you understand she's just a ball of energy. And she barks at nothing, absolutely nothing. But um, <laughs> it's part of her charm, I guess. You know, we wouldn't get anything accomplished. I wouldn't get any more accomplished if I just sat there screaming at my family all day. I would just look like a crazy person and I would be spending all of the energy that I could have used doing something more productive, like actually recording a podcast. And I would have spent it yelling at my family, which again, does nothing, didn't get me any closer to my goal. Instead, I chose to take a deep breath, regroup, fix what I needed to fix, walk into the other room and take a moment and find a place of stillness. And my point is that it's not too late, no matter what happens, when you start to feel yourself losing it. And you know, when it starts to happen, you know. The best thing that you can do is to stop what you're doing. Whatever you need to visualize I really visualize a rewind button. And those of you that are really young, you may not even know what that looks like anymore. I don't know. But I visualize the rewind button. Because for me, that's the symbol of, hey, dial it back a little bit, right? You're going off the deep end. You need to rewind this and set this back on course. And that's what I do. I always say to myself, rewind, delete, And then I replace whatever was going on with something more positive. And although in the moment it seems like that might be a difficult thing to do, I'm telling you that you're going to feel so much better when you do. Flying off the handle does not make you feel better. For me, anyway, anytime I would fly off the handle, and it was so easy to do because growing up, that's what I witnessed all the time. And so... Getting mad and yelling and screaming, it might make you feel better temporarily because you get out your emotions, but afterwards you're like, well, I just look like a raving lunatic. And now I have to go apologize to all the people that I yelled at, or if I don't apologize to them, I'm just going to feel guilty and have more pent up emotions because I feel bad about what I said to them. When you learn how to control your emotions, when you learn to rewind, delete, take a deep breath, And go within and decide. And it is a choice. I'm here to tell you it is a choice. In every second of every day, it's a choice whether you let things get to you or not. 
But you say rewind delete and then you change your thought. Change your thought and you can. And eventually you're actually changing the wiring of your brain. It's crazy, but it's true. And there's actually scientific evidence to back this up that you can totally change the way that your brain is wired so that when something happens that isn't pleasant, you don't have to react the way that you used to. And eventually, it's just going to become second nature and things will test you and you're going to pass. And like I said, you'll have your moments because when we're sick or we're tired or we've just had a lot, you know, it's like the weight of the world is on your shoulders and it's the straw that broke the camel's back. I mean, those times are going to test you. They will. But I absolutely believe and have faith that you can pass And I know that I can too, because I definitely don't let things bother me the way they used to. And every time I don't let something bother me, I feel like I immediately get rewarded by the universe. Seriously, I'm not even kidding. When something happens, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is awful, and what am I going to do? And then I just say that rewind delete, and I imagine rewinding my day, and I say, okay, universe, this is a test. I know it's a test. I'm not going to get upset. I know that I'm taken care of. I know this is going to work out. It's going to be fine. No big deal. And whatever happens, I'll deal with it. It's fine. And in those situations, it's been things will pop up that were unexpected that actually go in my favor and help me out. And The only way I can explain it is divine intervention because there have been things and times where things shouldn't have worked out and they did. One example is when I took students to Europe, I was taking my children and my brother and my sister and they were chaperones on the tour. So their trip was paid for except for like a few hundred dollars that you had to pay for insurance. And the travel company decided that because my kids were not 18, that they would have to, like, we would have to pay this extra fee or something. It was like 600 and something dollars. It was a ridiculous fee. And it ended up being like $1,200 then total, which is still, of course, not a big deal. But they told us this a month before the trip. And it's like, it's due now. And we had planned this trip two years out. And two years out, I could have paid that. But I was like, I don't have $1,200 in a month to give you. And I started to get really upset about it. And then I said to myself, no, I'm not going to get upset. You know, we'll figure this out. And so I was talking to the guy who worked for the company and I said, listen, you didn't tell us about this charge and this really isn't fair and it's a month out. What can we do? And I said, I have global rewards points and I will be getting enough to do trips on my own. Can we use that? And he said, I never thought of that. I don't know. So then he came back to me. Yes, we can use that. And you'll still get, you know their full benefits or whatever. I'm like, okay, well, there you go. There was the solution. Now, had I been really upset and wanted to start kicking and screaming, I probably wouldn't have been clear-headed enough to think of that solution. And honestly, I'm truly confident that Spirit was putting that in my head, that idea like, hey, ask about this. 
And on my own, if I had been so upset and my judgment had been clouded and I wouldn't have been able to even get any guidance from spirit because it would have been too like focused on my own self. And instead, I just calmed down and, and that came to me right away. Ask about this. So the universe can help us too by just planting ideas in our head that help us. And that's happened on more than one occasion for me. It really has. And like today, today I logged into my computer at school and then I had cafeteria duty. So I went to go do my duty and I came back and I have first hour prep and there's another teacher in my classroom. So I'm in the library working and I could not log into a computer. So I went out to the library and she said, oh, I can't either. It's, it's building wide. Well, then we found out it was district wide. No one could log into a computer today. I couldn't log in. I could log into my Chromebook during my prep, which was great because I was still able to get work done. And I was super thankful for that. And I thought, well, I have my Chromebook. So I went back to my classroom, couldn't log into my Chromebook. There's no internet for the whole day. And of course, all these plans that I have have these technological programs we're going to use. Well, luckily for me, my students were still able to use internet on their Chromebooks, but I was not. And some of the games that, you know, I wanted to play with them, I have to pull up a code and it's this complicated thing and I couldn't do it. So I had to change my plans and and I just happened to think, I was like, you know, this is a little frustrating and it would be nice, you know, to get some help. And I had this idea like, why not use your phone and see if you can log in from there and just get a code and then you can write that on the whiteboard and then they can still log in and it worked. And again, I tell you that if I had just gotten upset and frustrated and just been like, this sucks and my day's ruined and blah, 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 it would have been bad. But I didn't do that. I was a little frustrated at first. But, you know, there were days when we taught when we didn't have technology. So it's like, what do you do? Okay, we got to pull out these tried and true activities, whiteboards. Okay, we're going to do that. And it was a little bit of a long day because we were having to improvise every hour. And each hour I teach a different class. So for each hour, it's like, okay, what am I going to do now? And it, you know, was last minute because during my prep, I didn't realize I wasn't going to have computer all day. But it worked out and it was fine. It also made me really appreciate technology when it works. So um, it was an interesting day. But again, and as uh, my friend Jay pointed out to me, like, uh, you know, I think that was a lesson. And I was like, yeah, it probably was. And I'm sure it was. And as I said, we will be tested. And when we pass those tests, you know, sometimes then the universe doesn't have to test us over that anymore. But sometimes... I mean, I think personally, at least from what I've experienced, even when I feel like, oh, I passed that test, sometimes the universe will circle back and throw it back at you one more time just to be like, you sure? But the thing to realize is we're not being punished. We're just trying to see how well we've learned, we've grown, we've evolved. And when you pass those little tests, You should celebrate yourself and you should be proud because that's progress. And don't get discouraged when you don't pass the test because trust me, there have been multiple times where I did not pass the test and I had to redo it. 
And it doesn't mean that I'm a failure. It's just as another chance for me to learn that lesson. And when I learn it, I'm so excited. Like, look what I did. And even when I fail, if I look back at how I used to react to things, it doesn't take me nearly as long to quickly realize, hey, look, you're failing this test, you're losing it, and to pull myself out of it. So even if I don't pass it right away, I'm still understanding what I'm doing because I'm trying to be mindful and live in the present moment and pay attention to what's going on around me and especially my own self and my feelings and what I'm going through. So it's a big, huge step forward for me to realize that I'm starting to lose it and I need to quit. That's a big deal. And when I compare where I was six months ago to where I am now, I'm in a much different place and a much better place. So when you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to get this. I always lose my temper. You're probably doing better than you did a few months ago. And a few months from now, you're going to be doing better than you're doing now. So don't be too hard on yourself. Be gentle. Be understanding. You're going to get there. It just takes practice and it just takes time. But you're going to do it. It gets better. It honestly gets better. And you're going to be better. It just takes time. It takes practice. You didn't learn to start walking overnight. And in the same way, you're going to have to take some time to learn how to pull yourself out of, I say, being in your head. Because it's being in your head. When your ego steps in and says, oh my gosh, it's going to be a terrible day. And look at all the things that are going wrong. It's just going to get worse. That's your ego. That's fear. That's fear-based thinking. You're just trying to predict all the things that could possibly go wrong to mentally prepare yourself. But honestly, when we do that, we're calling more of it in. When you say, you know what? It's no big deal. It'll be worked out. I usually say, universe, take care of it. And then just go on with my life, go about my day and do other things. And it's amazing what happens when you do that. You certainly don't lose your energy. And we need our energy for much more important things. To be happy, to attract our soul family and our soul tribe, to live our best life possible. If we have to raise our energy field to meet all of the things we want to manifest, then we don't want to spend any time draining our energy over stupid things. And at the time, whatever it is might seem like a big deal. It's not a big deal. That was Nala. Like, that would have driven me crazy just a few minutes ago. But you know what? I can't control what she does. And it's not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. And I'm not going to waste my energy on it. And I know that it's all going to be okay and it's going to work out. It's not worth losing any ounce of your peace at all. It's really not. You deserve to live the happiest life you can. And that's not going to be a life where you allow every little thing to rob you of your personal power and of your peace. (laughs) 
there's Nala again. So before you let these little things get to you, think about it. Is it really going to matter an hour from now, five hours from now, five days from now? And if it's not, then quit jumping ahead and trying to, you know, predict everything that's going to happen. Just relax. Relax, take a breath, and just say to the universe, universe, take care of it. And then watch what happens. Watch how much better your life becomes when you don't waste your time on things that really don't matter. That's when the things that really do matter show up. And I want to thank you all for listening. And I wanted to pull a card for you. It is from the Kuan Yin Oracle deck. It is the Amaryllis Lute It says, you are growing fast and leaving fear behind. When your vibration changes, so too does your life. It's safe and loving for you to release that which no longer feels right for you. No matter how important it was in your old life, it might have the same place in your new life. Accept healing change now. I love that. Any time in your life, if something doesn't feel like it fits you, it doesn't feel right to you, let it go. And don't feel bad about it. Even when it's people in our lives, we can't feel bad about it. If you're happy, that's great. But if a person's bringing you down, you don't have to put up with that. Or if it's family, and I know sometimes you do have to see them once in a while, just limit the amount of time you're around them. And speaking of family, I want to thank everyone who has sent prayers my way. I posted on Facebook that my great aunt, who was more like a grandma to me, fell down the stairs on Saturday. She's 93 or 94. She was getting her hair done at uh, the beauty shop, and she was walking up the stairs. She was at the third from the top stair, fell back, and she fell down the stairs. She hit her head. She had bleeding on the brain, brain swelling. She was in ICU, They weren't really sure if she was going to make it, and then they weren't sure if she would have long-term effects like not even being able to speak. And I am glad to report that she is becoming more and more alert. She's out of ICU because she's stable. The swelling's gone down a little bit, um, and she is more alert. So uh, it's progress. We're not out of the woods, but I can definitely feel all of your love and prayers, and I really, really want to thank you for that. I truly believe in the healing power of prayer, so thank you for that. And I want to thank you for listening. As always, if you like this podcast, please share it with others. If you um, would subscribe, that also helps others find me. If you go to my website and you subscribe to my website, you'll receive a free morning and evening meditation just as my gift to you. My way of saying thank you for following me. And I never send a ton of emails at all. Uh, You might get one every year. I don't know. I don't email very often. If you'd like to work with me, um, you can check out the services I offer on my website. If you want to book a session with me, you can do it through my website, but a lot of people just prefer to call me or email me or text me or send me a message, and that's fine too. So whatever you prefer is perfectly fine. I want to thank you again for being with me. I hope you have a beautiful day. I'm sending you massive love and light, and apparently so is Nala, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.